Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Greta and Fighting With My Family. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How are you doing? I am exhausted, man. How are you doing? Uh, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that, you know, it's a busy time. But um, we've got two interesting <laughs> movies to review. Uh, one good, one bad. You know, we'll figure that out as we go along. And to do that, we have Brianna joining us. How are you hey doing? <laughs> How are you doing, Brianna? Uh, I'm about the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that, it's been a long week. Yeah, yeah, it's, been a long week. it's Sunday, Ozzy. <laughs> it's already been a long well, week. Well, it's been okay. a long, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, we will be having another guest joining us, hopefully, um, on the back half of this episode for the other review. But we're going to start with the movie that Brianna and I saw, and that is Greta. <laughs> um. Brianna, what do you think of this movie? I feel so bad. Every Why? time I come on here, I feel like I just take a giant dump all over the movies that I see. But maybe that's not me. Maybe it's the movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, yeah. Uh, this movie is, I, I saw a review using the word silly, and I, I, you, you disagreed, but I think that it's a very apt word for this movie. <laughs> I, I, this movie... It's got it's got its moments. I think it has its moments of like actual suspense and some interesting story happening, but it's just like it takes every opportunity that it can to be cheesy and then it also gives us a lead character that is very kind of dumb. Dumb. Uh, so it's it's like for every good thing there's like three bad things. Um you're going to have to point out the good things okay. to me. Okay. I mean, we. I, I, I do have positives for this movie. But before we get into it, what is this movie about? That's, that's the first thing we have to answer. And this movie is about this innocent girl who's living in New York. And she finds a bag on the subway. And she decides, I'm going to return this bag to the owner. So she looks, sees the ID, goes to return it. And she starts to form a relationship with this woman whose bag it was. A and friendship. Then, yeah. And then, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, we have to clarify. Yeah, you do. It's 2019. <laughs> 2019, we have to clarify. Yes, they, they start to have a really close friendship, and then things start to turn a little south, and it starts to look like maybe this woman isn't all that she was looking to be. Like, she she there's something else going on here. Yeah. A dark something, something. a lot more sinister. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, this movie... Let's start positive. <laughs> um, Go ahead. I think the I think um, Chloe Grace Moretz is pretty good. I think sh- for what she has to do in this movie, yes, there's some cheesy aspects to it. Yes, her character is extremely dumb, <laughs> and I will not defend her character, <laughs> but I will defend her performance. Yeah, and we're I, we're and, on to positives right now. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> I I I will defend her performance. I think she is really good in the movie. She has to do some pretty physical things towards the end of this movie, and I think she does really well. Or she does really well with that. And then 
I just think she has a solid performance all around. Um, and also, this is a pretty, for the most part, a pretty sleek-looking movie. I don't think, like, visually there's anything going on there. Uh-huh. It, there's not, that's not something I can really poke any too many holes in. Like, it, it, it's well put together for the most part in that sense. Um, and there are some good, there is some moments of good suspense in this movie. I, you might not agree, but for me, I actually, like, there's a scene right after she starts to put all this together and figure out just how crazy this woman is, where she comes back to her apartment and she is scared to death that this woman has snuck into her apartment. And I have to admit that that scene really works for me. There is some good suspense that they do insert in this movie and they do a good job of establishing just how crazy this woman is. And that certainly helps with the suspense. Um, do you have any positives? <laughs> I honestly can't think of a... I mean, if if you define positive as something that is not a negative, then okay. sure. it. They didn't... I mean, you know... The lens cap was not on the. Ca- then again, that okay. would have been a, that would have been that would okay. have been merciful. So, you um, hated this movie much more than I did. I think. Uh, yeah, and I'll have I'll have my chance to mm-hmm. say my piece, but I, um, no, I don't really okay. have I I really don't have anything good to say about this movie. <laughs> I mean, I I I want to say I wasn't bored. I wasn't bored. Uh, given. Mm-hmm. Most movies are good for something, and I wasn't sitting there looking at my phone waiting for it to be over. Mm-hmm. No, that's because I was frustrated out of my There's some laugh out loud moments, too. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't bored. It definitely got an emotional response out of me. <laughs> so that's a positive. Um, yeah. Uh, I think for all the dumb aspects of the story, it does take some interesting twists and turns that I... St- appreciated on a base human level. So, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. There was one. Mm-hmm. But there's a pretty significant negative that's intimately interwoven yes, into agree. it. So We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll give you that. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention, and this can kind of transition us into negatives, I suppose. Uh, I'm, I, I've, no, I've read her name 10,000 times. I've still, like, it's French. I can't, I'm not, Isabelle Huppert? Huppert? Something like that? Um, Greta. Yeah, the, the woman who plays Greta. She has, She's an Academy Award-nominated actress. She's extremely talented. She's very good in everything I have seen her in. That, that being said, I, I just, like, I feel like whoever was directing, the director, uh, Neil Jordan, was directing her to just kind of go for it. And she goes for it. Like, I think she was doing what she was instructed to do. I just think it was kind of cringy and just... On the positive (laughs) side, I love the sound of her voice. Her accent's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, she has a great voice. There you go. Fair enough. There's a positive. about as much as I can say. All right. Um, But yeah, she is, like, to me, the pinnacle of the cheesiness in this movie. Like, every, like... There's... this, This movie's a four cheese pizza. Yeah. Like... Like, I feel like she takes the crazy dial and, like, turns it, like, up to 11. And, like, it should be, like, back down at, like, (laughs) 7-ish. Like, I don't know. It's just in... This movie's so, like, out there. And it just kind of goes for and accepts its insanity. And it doesn't really work. (laughs) Um, It's, you know, another movie that we were... I think the last movie we reviewed was uh, Happy Death Day to You. 
Yeah. And that movie is another movie that accepts its insanity, but it was much more enjoyable than this one. Yeah, it was because Happy Death Day Do uh, to You didn't take itself so seriously. Yes. This, this movie does take this itself This movie seriously. takes it. That's why, that's why I think I didn't consider the sleek aesthetic to be a positive because mm. it really contrasts yeah, with got, pretty much everything saying. else. And sense. so like from a technical standpoint, yeah, they didn't do anything wrong. But at the same time, like those things kind of have to be in harmony in order for it to feel like a cohesive mm-hmm. cinematic experience. And so since those two things were not... That's fair. They were, you know, at odds with each other. It was like, uh, this movie's kind of tone deaf. This movie yeah. really does not know how it's coming across. Yeah. Um, can we talk about, uh, I think her name's uh, Mika Moore or whatever. Micah Monroe? Yeah, or Micah, yeah, Micah Monroe, excuse me, misread it. But yeah, uh, she's not good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are we doing negatives now? Yeah, let, yeah. Is it my turn to... Yeah, go for it. Is it my turn to... Um, I think more than anything, the characters are a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the biggest problem, I think, is... is the lead and it it doesn't really have anything to do with Chloe Grace Moretz's performance. I think she's fine. Yeah, she but the thing is there's a there are a couple problems. Mm-hmm. The first isn't really her fault. She she's we're so used to seeing her play these like more confident, more outgoing, more nuanced younger female characters. Mm-hmm. So to have her in a role that is like they make it pretty clear early on that her like quote unquote tragic flaw is that she's naive. Mm-hmm. And so cartoonishly so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so to follow to follow her throughout the whole film, not only just such a passive character throughout, but somebody that we're used to watching like go after what she wants and be this like confident younger character, um, is kind of it's it's highlights that contrast even more. Mm-hmm. Like this character is not only naive, but we're going to subvert this, you know, we're going to subvert this typecasting so that you're even more aware of how sub like how passive of a character she is. And that makes it even more frustrating to follow her. Mm-hmm. You can have characters that are naive, mm-hmm. but her problem isn't just that she's naive. She's also an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, there is a difference. Mm-hmm. She's just so stupid yeah and it's so hard to follow her Mm -hmm. throughout the film it's like watching alien and having um veronica is it veronica cartwright Mm -hmm. the the girl who when john hurt dies she goes oh my god yeah it's like having her be the main character and ripley is her best friend (laughs) and you're like well her best friend is so much more interesting i kind of want to watch her deal with this (laughs) And not that Micah Monroe's character was all that interesting, but she definitely did way more. Yeah. And so that, I think, is... She's smarter. Well... (laughs) She's more streetwise. Yeah. And she's definitely more of an active character. Mm -hmm. And so to follow Frances throughout this movie is Mm -hmm. really frustrating. Not just because she's so passive, but because she's so stupid. And, like, so that, I think, is that was the biggest problem for me. Second being the Greta's writing like they make she's the big bad of the mm-hmm. movie and the whole uh, I don't want to go into spoiler territory uh, yeah. uh, I, I, there's spoiler things I do want to talk about but you can't. I, I mean yeah. just the general idea is the th- one of the things that makes villains so interesting is like they're one step ahead mm-hmm. the whole time and 
not only didn't I feel like Greta was one step ahead, I felt like she was just kind of doing things. Yes. And like without any kind of, I know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. She's just doing things yeah. without much of a reason to do those things. But uh, she still manages to stay one step ahead of Francis because Francis is so stupid. Yeah. Uh, with with these kind of movies, you you want to basically be like, oh my gosh, it's really like incredible. She's gotten away with you know what she's been doing, or you know she's she's doing this and like it works, like it makes sense. <laughs> I, I came away with this going, like, how has she, nobody been, like, how has nobody caught on to this? Like She doesn't even, she's, again, I don't want to yeah. spoil anything, but it's like, how, <laughs> that's another problem I yeah. had. Everyone else in the world is so stupid. Yes. Like, for the, for her employer mm -hmm. to, like, choose the, you know, the sanctity of the evening over one of his employees' safety, I was like... Yeah, uh, that was some. That's an interesting point you bring up because that's what? one aspect that while I was watching it, I was like, "Are they trying to like?" I I felt like it was a little bit of a commentary on victims not being believed and things like that. You know how the cop treats her, and you know she gets ignored, and that I actually found to be somewhat interesting. But it's also again, it's a it's an instance where they take an aspect of the movie that could be cool, could be interesting, and then they turn it up to, like, 12, and you're just like, what? Why? Now it's just a cartoon. Well, yeah, the thing is, that commentary would have been interesting if the main character, if they had, like, humanized her a little bit and not made her a caricature of... Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I understand that dumb decisions are... It's a, it's a trope that plagues the horror genre. Yeah. Not, I, whether or not this film was horror is debatable, but it's a common trope. Mm -hmm. And in horror movies, it's not usually the final girl making these dumb decisions because you want to root for her. Mm -hmm. And it's like the final girl, the reason that she is the final girl is because she's smarter than everybody mm -hmm. else. This film has the final girl as one of those fringe kids. Like, Micah Monroe is the final girl, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Unfortunately. And... <laughs> And I really have, didn't like her performance. But. I know, but she... Yeah. I'm talking about her character. No, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that that commentary would have been so much more poignant and made so much more sense if the main character was, like, grounded mm -hmm. and, like, a real person. Yeah. Then it would have come through as, like, okay, now I see what you're trying to do. But everybody... Like, I couldn't point... the I could not point to one character in this movie where I was like, that feels like a real mm -hmm. person. Like, between Francis, between, I don't remember, Micah Monroe's character's name was Erica, I think. Yes, Erica. Her dad. Yeah, Colm Fuhrer. Yeah. Like, none of these characters, not the police, mm -hmm. not her boss. I couldn't point to one character in this movie where I was like, yep, that feels like a real person. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, it was just so, like, you're. that's why I was like, you can't take yourself so seriously if you're yeah. going to make these characters so outlandish. Yeah. Anyway. So that's um, uh, yeah, three and quarters of what another, was wrong. Another <laughs> um, complaint that I've kind of seen a lot of about this movie, and I think you even said something while we were watching it, uh, where it's a question of, like, there's a point where she could easily use force. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I even while we were watching it, I was like, look, and I, I tend to be the one who defends these kind of things. It's like, in that moment, in these crazy situations, there's some people who just coil up and can't do anything. But... 
again, it's a situation that I'm going to keep saying it about this movie. They just keep doing it and doing it. And so at, at a point, you're just like, this isn't believable. Like, it just. You don't even feel bad. I, you know what? You don't even feel bad for her. I don't feel bad. I didn't feel bad for her. I was like, at I felt a certain bad point, because of Chloe Grace Moretz's performance. She gives like this. She, I, I really like her performance towards the end of this movie. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm like, you're not even justified in being frustrated. Yeah. There is so much more you could have done in order to yeah. avoid this situation that I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> like, I'm I got sorry. What you're saying, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else or do you want to just rate this movie? Well, are we not going to go into spoilers? Uh,. I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, if you really, like, we can do it if you really want to. I mean, I'm not recommending this movie to anybody, okay, but fine. we don't have to. Let, let's just do it. Five, like, three minutes here. We'll, we'll do a three-minute, like, spoiler section here. If you don't if you don't want to know anything, skip ahead a little bit. If you do, if you don't care, then yeah, you should go for it. I mean, we're, we're going to talk a little bit. All right, what do you want to talk about? Greta spent that whole scene following Erica around around New York City and does not know what she looks like when she shows up at her house just because she's wearing a wig. Like, if she had a prosthetic Mm. nose or something, like, I get that Greta's mentally unstable. I get that. But she has shown some kind of composure throughout most of the film. Yeah. So if you spent the entire... Like, you have pictures. You looked through Francis's pictures of this girl. You are going to tell me that you do not recognize her when she shows up at your house has the same voice that you've been hearing the whole time just because she has a wig on get the <laughs> out of here no okay so that was a cool reveal yeah. and i was like okay that's cool but then after i thought about it for 15 seconds i was like um she has seen this girl before multiple times it didn't. That part doesn't necessarily. Bo- what bothers me more about this whole movie and this entire situation is that like Greta is just so sloppy. Like there, yeah. it's it's just a question of how is nobody caught her? Like she's done this to we we know for sure at least one other girl. Yeah, we know for sure. But it's implied that she's been doing this. Yeah, she's and, got like five bags. And nobody caught her. She's extremely sloppy. Yeah. Like wouldn't they all wouldn't they all be able to go to the police like if she's done this more than yeah. once, shouldn't the police already be onto her because they've been like, oh, look, because she yeah. found the same because Francis found the same ID in the other purse. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't uh wouldn't like if they if the family of the other girl went to the police mm-hmm. and they were like, this girl's stalking me this girl's freaking me out this woman's freaking me out wouldn't they know this is the second time that this has happened i don't know like wouldn't they be able oh my gosh i just (sighs) ah it was so dumb yeah there's a lot of logic problems in this movie (laughs) i think the other thing that frustrates me is it's not like this premise was anything groundbreaking it'd be one thing like you know at one point the you know they sent an uh a, a PI after mm-hmm. her, after Francis, yeah. and he, you know, gets too close to the situation and Greta kills him. And I'm like, gee, have they never seen Misery? Which was like a million times better than this movie. And um, I <laughs> I was like, I, it doesn't help that like, I, I binged Criminal Minds last year and they... This is a very common premise on that show. And every episode in which they do this, 
it was better. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there yeah. was nothing. Uh, I really don't have anything good to say about this movie. The weird part is, and, and this is the last thing I have to say before we you know, just wrap this discussion up. But the weird part is this. Like, I just feel like there's so much talent involved in this movie. Like, it should have yeah. been a lot better than it was. Yeah. Like, uh, Neil Jordan, the director, who also uh, co-wrote this movie, is an Academy Award-winning writer. Like, what? And then you have, of course, Chloe Grace Moretz, who's extremely talented. Isabella Huppert, who is Oscar-nominated as well. Like, there's so much... How is this movie this, like off like i don't know it's micah monroe <laughs> that she's she's tilting the whole thing the <laughs> she, other direction wow <laughs> she's the yeah yeah she's the poison yikes um what what have i seen her in is she greta yeah blah, blah, blah. it follows she's in it follows is she the lead in it follows i don't think so i f- i think so oh really She's a lot better on that. I'm going to tell you that. Um, moving on. <laughs> All right. Let's write this movie. Um, yikes. I, uh, I'm giving this a three out of ten. And uh, probably a little high, but yeah. I'm I don't giving know. this one out of place dream sequence out of the box <laughs> of lies. <laughs> yeah. That, that really, that's a, thank you for remembering that because... The dream sequence, like, what, it's just like, what, what movie am I watching? What? Like, I was so confused. I literally, and it's so long, too. Like, you just sit there and go, wait, what's going on right now? What? What? <laughs> and then, like, you realize it's a dream sequence, and you're just like, what? Oh, okay? It was like, it was like they want, they give you two dream sequence fake outs. Yeah. Only one of which is a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. But they make you, they, they, they do a dream sequence like thing mm-hmm. and they they make you think that was a dream sequence and then they start a dream sequence that you think is real and then they show you that that was a dream sequence and the first thing was not yeah what is this movie uh, why is this movie who wrote, like why did you write this movie <laughs> um anyway all right i think that pretty much wraps up this discussion it's certainly a movie that uh generated some Discussion, I guess. Like it's, <laughs> I, I was not expecting uh, this when I went to go see this movie. Um, but yeah. Uh, Brianna, thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to move on to... Um, I, I, I've lost Fighting myself. With Fighting with my family. family. Yeah, <laughs> lost myself because of this. And um, yeah, Brianna, where, where can people find you while Don't we're here? ask me this question. I don't know. The don't internet. look. Don't. Yeah. You, if you Google, well, don't Google me. Um, <laughs> um, if you look for critique law or critique the movie, um, you'll find me. If if you just screen fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the screen fellas. Yeah. Look, we 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 basically tag you almost every time we have an episode with you, so they'll find you. Yeah. They'll find you. All right. Well, again, thank you for joining us for this episode. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll definitely have you back on soon, hopefully for a better movie. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, so now joining us for the Fighting With My Family review is the one and only Chucky. Chucky, how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> how are y'all? <laughs> uh, we're doing pretty well. Um, tired, but, you know, we're, we're trucking along here. <laughs> um, Chucky, you've been doing, I don't think we've had you on to say this to you, but you've been doing great work with the website. 
thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, you've been taking over, and we really do appreciate it because of the craziness <laughs> that's been going on in our lives. So thank you for uh, taking a step and uh, helping us out with the website. Chucky yeah. legitimately yeah. might be the most consistent part of Screen Photos right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that consistent. No, I'm not that consistent because I'm in the process of moving houses. So exactly. we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, but that, I think that that says uh, a lot of negative about us. <laughs> You're not consistent, and you're the most consistent part. There we go. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, but anyway, uh, we're having you on because you said you wanted to review this, and you reviewed it for the website, which you normally mostly just do Netflix movies, but you decided to do it for this as well. Uh, so why, what was it about this movie that made you want to review it? Um, well, I've been watching wrestling for several years, and I, went, I wanted to go see it, and I hadn't seen a Netflix movie in a couple of days, so I'm like, okay, I've got to get something on the website. And so I went ahead and reviewed this, because um, I think right around the time, there was a couple other big releases. So I knew y'all would be covering that, so I wanted to make sure this was covered. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, well, let's get into this review. Uh, Ozzy, I'm curious, what did you think of this movie? I really like this movie. I think it was really, really cool how they made, um, how this movie came to be, where it takes place, and and this is a really unique story um, from a really unique sport. Um, So yeah, I was really interested to see what this movie had to bring, and I I really liked it. There was some heart, uh, some comedy in there, and and, and I really liked it. I um, I think it's one of the best modern sports stories movies that we've gotten in in a while so i think it's uh this one's really good yeah um it's this is another weird phenomenon just like uh movies about music for me where like i don't care about wrestling i probably never will like it's just not something i'm interested in but i love movies about wrestling uh the wrestler is in my opinion like one of the best movies ever made and then you know now this is just like movies about wrestling generally really work for me and this is no exception like i really really enjoyed this movie it's quite good um chucky what about you um i loved it i thought it was great the a few things that they changed um about her history or real life events i read a few things about why the director did that and I understand it why for the casual moviegoer, and I was fine with that. And the wrestling community is a lot of people love it and understand those choices were made for the movie. Other people are just hurt and say, no, it has to be like that. Um, I also took a friend with me who doesn't watch wrestling, and he loved this movie as well. Yeah. Um, I think this is this is just like a kind of universal type of movie, right? This is a movie that a, a lot of people are just going to, watch and just be inspired and you know i i agree that it's got its comedic moments ozzy it's heart heartwarming it's like there's a lot to love here and sports movies in general are easily lovable and i think again this is no exception there all right but let's get fully into positives here and i want to start with florence Pugh because florence Pugh is an actress that i have had my eye on for a while, like, she really has impressed me in basically everything she's been in, even in mediocre movies like Outlaw King, right? She was a, she was really good in that movie, and then you get a movie like uh, Lady Macbeth from a couple years ago, where she's the title character, and she's really good, she's one of the more compelling parts of that movie, which was alright, 
And now there's this, and she plays a completely different character than what she's played in either of those previous two movies that I've seen her in. And she's just as impressive. Like, this movie, like, she is really, really good. And um, I, she's quickly becoming, like, one of my favorite actresses to, like, be like, oh, Florence Pugh's in this? Like, I'll check that out. Um, I really enjoyed her as the lead, um, as Paige in this movie. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, Ozzy, what are some of your positives? I think, I think Florence Pugh really uh, does an amazing job, really hold, really kind of being the stronghold of this movie, and she's a really fantastic lead, in my opinion. Um, and she's really what brings the heart to this movie, where and, and she really just brings out the struggle and kind of striving for your dreams, you know? Um, one of the things that you learn in this movie is just like, you know, going for your dreams is sometimes not as easy as you make it out to be. You know what I'm saying? Like when you picture going for it and then when you're actually, you know, in it to, to get it, um, it's not as, it's not as easy as it seems to be. And you really see that you see her really going through that, um, in this particular movie, I do like everybody here as a cast, you know, at, you know, as a cast member, I do think that they do a really great job in their performances. Um, going with, I, I think, uh, Jack Loudon and also that chemistry that he has with his sister. Um, I think they have amazing chemistry together and I think it's really good. I love Vince Vaughn in this movie. He's slowly starting to make his, uh, his way back. Um, and this is just another great performance from him being kind of a mentor for her and, and, you know, kind of, you know, slightly caring for her, although trying not to show it, I think he really does a great job, uh, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vince, Vince Vaughn is, uh, he's doing his Vince Vaughn thing, but he's really good in this movie as well. Uh, Chucky, what, what pauses do you have? Again, with like Florence and, um, Jack Lowden, they gave both great performances. Um, I think Florence really captured the character. And you could tell, like, they really did care about each other. And, like, what Ozzy was saying about chasing your dream and realizing it's not always what it seems. And then, again, Vince Vaughn, I felt like they told him to play a similar role to they he did in Hacksaw Ridge. But they said, okay, you can't be as cruel or as mean as you were in Hacksaw Ridge, just a slightly toned-down version of that. And, and it worked like like he nails the like leadership he cares about him but if you mess up or do something dumb he's just going to insult you and those were just hilarious parts of the film is when he was just messing with all the um trainees yeah yeah <laughs> it's got it, it's a moment or there's a good really good moment between uh her and him uh, where she finally starts to push back against him, and it's it's pretty funny as well. Um, yeah, let's talk about some of the family aspect of this because I think this this is the kind of movie that doesn't work unless you buy every every relationship in this movie, and I think they actually kind of nail like almost every relationship in this movie, like like between her and her brother, her and her parents, both of the parents' dynamic between between themselves. Um, and then even when she gets to, um, to the kind of training camp thing, um, there's the, her relationship and how she's viewed by the other people there and that dynamic, like there's a lot that, there's a lot of moving pieces to this movie in terms of the characters and their, and the way their relationships with each other are written. And I think despite the fact that this, that was a difficult task, they nailed it. Even the chemistry with the kids in the wrestling school. 
like yeah. these minor characters, they just have great chemistry and you buy into that relationship and you're like, what, they may be in the film for what, six minutes yeah. altogether, but you care about them or care about one more than others or something. Mm-hmm. And same with Jack Loudon as well, who plays uh, her brother, Zach. He, he's really, like, he might be even better than Florence Pugh in this movie. Um, and I don't say that like, lightly. I think he, they both have a lot to do and a lot of, like, range that's required for, for this, these roles. But he, he really might have even more. Like, he has to go from, like, this uber-confident person who, you know, believes that he can accomplish this to, you know, being extremely, let's be honest, like, depressed about, you know, not being able to go. And then, you know, he has to accept that and come to terms with that. And I think that he does a great job as well. There's great performances, and the characters are written really well, and that's a great combination to have for your movie. Uh, Ozzy, yeah, what other positives do you have? I think it's I think that's really nicely written, you know, yeah. because I think the actors are really able to use, I think the script is really well, and it kind of gives an actor, gives the actors a range to really work with. Um, for instance, like you were bringing up Jack Loudon. Jack, Jack Loudon's character was, I, you know, very, he was a ticking bomb, you know, because he was, really good but he just wasn't as good enough to to you know to fortunately make it and i really like the fact that he had to kind of grow and 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 learn from that and accept that that's one of the things that you see with this movie is is characters accepting and learning things and learning to adapt uh to certain circumstances um given you know given in life so i do think that it's beautifully written in that aspect um I do like the cinematography in this movie. Kind of like when you're watching matches, it, it, you know, you're it's really intense. You feel that you're there in you know watching the fight at times. So I really did like that aspect of how they kind of use the camera because you did feel that you were in a WWE match. You know, <laughs> you know? Um, I do like the comedy in this movie. I think a lot of it hits. There, there's some of it that doesn't hit, but I do think that most of it does hit for uh, what they were going for in the movie as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was gonna... Go for it, Chucky. Um, my favorite, um, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and I think this is in the trailer, where it's her dad, and I'm looking for the other actor's name, but they're trying to talk about a match, and he's like, he wants to know if you'll take this hit. Oh, what does it feel like? And then he hits him with something. <laughs> I, I could have watched like an hour of just him like picking things up in the room and just <laughs> smacking the guy with it. <laughs> That yeah, was that uh, Nick Frost yeah. and um, Erroy Powell? That scene was hilarious. Yeah, that's the other guy I didn't know. But yeah, like I could watch an hour of him just him just hitting him with stuff and be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I love and I loved it because it was like a business call, and he was like, dude, come on, you're pushing me. <laughs> and it seemed like at the end they didn't like get the deal done, so like, he did it for nothing. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So I think the big takeaway and what we're all kind of saying here is that they balance everything really well in this movie for the most part. Right. Like the characters, all of that. And then the humor with the drama, with the emotion and all of it. Like, I think it's just a really well put together movie. And that, to me, falls back on the direction of this movie. uh, directed by Stephen Merchant, who I think just does a great job here. Uh, he also wrote the script. Yeah, he wrote it, and then he's in it as well, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he plays uh, the brother's 
girlfriend's dad, I believe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, and, again, the best thing uh, that you can hope for when it comes to... Because this is a biopic, right? This is based on the actual WWE yeah. uh, wrestler, Page. right? Page, right? Yes, so, just a few changes. Yes. Um, now... The best thing that can happen after you watch a biopic is that you feel like you have a better understanding of who this person was and you want to learn more about them, right? And to me, as someone, again, who doesn't really care all that much about wrestling, like, that's that's exactly those two things I came away with this movie. I felt like I understood somewhat who this person is and I want to learn more about her. And that's 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 the the goal when you when you make a biopic. That is the goal, and I think they accomplish it. Um, and it's in stark contrast to uh, something like Bohemian Rhapsody, where I felt like I had, still had no idea who this person was, and I don't care still. So, um, yeah, it's. I think this is this is how you do a biopic. It really is, um, in my opinion. Uh, do you guys have any other positives before we move on to negatives? Uh, no, that, that's it for me. All right. Well, let's, uh, move on to negatives. Uh, who wants to start? Chucky, do you have anything? Um, yeah, I felt like sometimes like the pacing, they, they like had to slow down because they were like moving the story so fast and training was happening. And then like, okay, she's got to hit this brick wall first and slow down a bit. But like I said, I mean, I was fine with it, like, but there were some parts I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the next scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like, I can't really think of um, too many, too many negatives, but just the pacing was just a little off for me, but I could be, mis- that could only be me. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that makes sense. Like, there's, there's a point where she, in the middle of training, she has to go back home for, like, a break or something. And I think that sequence yeah. kind of, like, lasts a little bit too long. Like, there, there's interesting stuff there, but I feel like it takes us a while to, like, move on to the next, like, emotional, uh, you know, beat of the movie. We're kind of on that for a while. And then um, another, like, minor complaint I have is that they there's another brother involved that just, like, kind of floats in of this movie and you're just like oh okay so this is gonna be a thing (laughs) like it just i don't know it just felt like really random to me they talk about it a little bit earlier in the movie but yeah you can tell that he was a plot device yeah (laughs) yeah that's all his his sole purpose was in that movie was just to be a plot device to essentially say one line if we're being honest (laughs) exactly yeah that that is my negative that's my only negative is that like because I didn't think that we were gonna meet him. I thought it was just like just you know just to just a backstory just to thing. See, just a backstory thing, which is fine. But then they showed him, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So like he's obviously gonna say a lot of lines, and he's gonna like have this is just gonna be natural. It's mm-hmm. not just gonna happen. And then it kind of just one line, and then everything just kind of changes with another character. And I'm just like, this is clearly just a plot device <laughs> to kind of get everything rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. So no. Uh, that is that is my uh, one negative that I have. No, that, no. that brother. <laughs> it was complete completely plot device. Spoiler alert for a real life event. Yeah. Um the oldest brother was actually not in prison. He was ah. actually with the family at the time, but they wanted to develop the relationship between Florence and Jack. Yeah. Only. So they're like, okay, we're just gonna stick him in prison. <laughs> and 
I wonder how he feels about that. <laughs> 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 I know, right? So I was just like, hey, I, I didn't even go to a prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's just applying for a job, and I'm just like, well, you went to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so another um, last kind of complaint I have is this movie kind of feels like there's some events that are just kind of like the timeline's just weird, I think, with this movie. And I think from what I gathered, I didn't do too, too much research after I watched this movie, but from what I gathered, like, they kind of fast-forward some aspects of the story or they kind of cut out, like, certain things that she had to do in between, like, the training and then the last scene of the movie. So I think that's where some of the jumbledness kind of comes from towards the end of this movie, but it really does feel like... The, we're on fast forward at the end of this movie where they were just like, okay, we're at point B, but we need to get to point like E. So let's just like skip there. <laughs> like, I, I feel like we just fast forwarded a little bit too much. And that that's probably them just like being like, all right, we don't want to make this like a two and a half hour long movie. And I understand that. Um, but it was kind of noticeable. I was just like, wait, okay, so we're here, and now all of a sudden we're here. I feel like there were a few steps that should have been in between there, but we just kind of lost them in the shuffle. Uh, oh, oh, no, there are there's a, there's a major step in between there. Um, and again, spoiler for real life events, um, at the end of her training, the NXT, mm-hmm. she was the first NXT women's champion. Show, so the crowd actually Yeah, we don't see that at all. Debuted. Interesting. But... I read Stephen Merchant, like he said, the reason he cut that out, and she was like that champion for almost a year and still champion when she won, is he didn't want to show her or close to it. It was like 2013 in the summer to April of Mm -hmm. 14 or 15. And he's like, if I show her winning one title at the end of the movie, again, spoiler alert, like when she accomplishes her goal, fans would be like, we already saw her accomplish it, win a title. Why should we care about this one? Yeah, and that and, makes complete sense, and that's why you, yeah. you're allowed to take creative liberty, liberties, yeah. and that's why I'm never one of these people who's like, oh, they changed the story, this is terrible, but it, 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 it was a little noticeable even, like, there, that's just a side effect of that choice, like, it felt like, wait, so all of a sudden she's, you know, fighting for this title, like, it kind of was weird, like, it didn't quite add up, but from an emotional kind of arc standpoint, like that makes complete sense. So, um, and, and again, another reason is like, I'm not nitpicky because it made sense. It's the person she was fighting had like a bodyguard to help beat people up Mm. and they didn't include her because if you just had two people in the ring, people would be like, who is that? Yeah. Why is this happening? And so like, like you said, I'm a fan. I remember when that debut happened, I was watching it live and it was like, great like the crowd popped for her and then like when that came up i'm like okay she's in an exam oh fast forward here but then i thought about it more and then i read like the direction of why they chose that and i'm like okay that makes sense the casual person is not going to know that there was supposed to be another title or they might and let's be honest the casual movie goer is not going to notice there's things missing um yeah but that's just your casual movie goer. But it, I'm glad that y'all did. And but no, so I was fine with the decision, um, and it really didn't take me out of the film because you can't make a 100% true story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, anything else before we um, rate this movie and get on out of here? Nothing. Okay, right. so that's it for me. All right, well then let's rate it. Uh, 
Shaki, you already have a rating on the website, I believe, but has it changed or is sticking with it? I don't know. That's hard. I, I believe I am going to stick with it. It is high. If I watch it again, it might go down a little bit. Um, but I gave it a nine. And then my friend who went with me gave it an eight. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right, Ozzy, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a, uh, I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a solid nine. Oh, all right. Awesome. Wait, wait, this is Greenfellas history. Ozzy and I have never agreed on a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the or- <laughs> Dorian Express, yeah. Bass, The Fate of the Furious, we've been far apart. Oh, man. So. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be just slightly lower than you guys. I'm giving it an 8.6. But yeah, uh, we're all kind of on the same page here. This is, kind of, I, I would say this is a must-see movie. Like, if you like movies, this is the, the, you just see this movie. Like, even if you don't care about wrestling or sports movies, this is just a mo- good movie to see. So, highly recommend this, it. This is, yeah, this is one of my uh, early favorites of the year. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't see this not being in my top ten of the year, but, you know, who knows? You never know. Um so yeah, I mean, this is definitely a really great, and I'm not a huge sports movie kind of guy anyway. So if I'm telling you to see it, I think you should see it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, before we wrap up, uh, I, I I've got to ask, and I think we've we might have had a brief interaction about it on uh, social media, Chucky. But um, how are you feeling about this uh, this uh, Fast and Furious spinoff? <laughs> it, it honestly made my most anticipated movies list of the year because of the chemistry but now that it's superheroes and they're not getting the the strongest man in the world dom to fight him it's it's off the list <laughs> oh man <laughs> this movie oh and this trailer it, came out a while ago but i, I mean we have we we have to bring it up at some point this movie is it looks insane and just yeah. so dumb <laughs> If you go on Twitter and I'll I'll retweet it. Actually, before way before the trailer, I t- typed out a synopsis for what I thought the spinoff was going to be, and I think mine is better than the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yikes! Uh, but I'd love to review it and maybe trash it. More than likely, trash it. So we'll <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll definitely it. we'll definitely try to have you on, man. Um. <laughs> and w- one more thing, yeah. Ozzy. Yes. Now I'm behind on season two, but how is Black Lightning and Arrested Development is going? Uh, I'm finishing up season one of Black Lightning, but I really do like it. I will say I was wrong. Okay. I will say I was wrong. I will say I was wrong. Okay. But you know. I told you it was different. I told you it felt different. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I really like season two. I just got behind, and since I gave you two TV shows and. I've got time is I'm going to add the ranch and I'm going to try to watch that. So then I've watched two of your shows and you're watching two that I recommend. Awesome. Awesome. I'll let you, uh, I'll ask you or I'll tweet you, uh, how's the ranch one of these days. You know, I'm barely on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll I'll tweet you. I'll tweet you and ask you in a couple months to see if you, uh, have you fared out. Chucky, (laughs) uh, the show you watched was uh, game of Thrones, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, season eight? Oh yes. Um, <laughs> like I started, like I binge watched that, and then like I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but right now, I'm just enjoying Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's so good. Thank, thank, thank you, Carlos and Jesse, for introducing me to that masterpiece of a show. <laughs> so good. 
I love that <laughs> show, man. And all they the, just got renewed for another pot. season. So, oh, man. All of the Honeypot episodes probably my favorite yeah. of this season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, all right. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Hopefully, hey, I, I might be putting my foot in my mouth, uh, but hopefully by the time you listen to this, we will have a new Game of Thrones trailer because Good Morning America is claiming that they've got some big Game of Thrones thing on Monday, and uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be past Monday, so or it will be on Monday. So hopefully by the time you listen to this, you will have seen a Game of Thrones trailer, and you bet that when it comes, we will be talking about it on the next episode. So keep an eye on that. It better not be another character poster. <laughs> I swear. If that, yeah, if it's just like a poster so that they're bragging that they have, then I'm going to be like, I'm never... Ugh, gosh. Uh, they better not do that to us. But they're, they're legitimately... They're, they're like, we got exclusive Game of Thrones content. So come on. It's got to be a trailer, right? Come on. All right. Anyway, um, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Ch- or Chucky. I almost had Chucky sign us out. Ozzy, you want to sign us out? <laughs> I can do it. You can find me just at Twitter um, at Chucky Van Hoos. I'm just on Instagram. I'm like Aussie on Twitter. I'm not present. Um, <laughs> or you can find me on the, on the website at um, Chuck Flicks. If you have any Netflix recommendations, please let me know. Um, the next big one that's coming out is Trim- Triple Frontier. I'm actually going out of town that day, but I'm going to try to watch it in the morning. Um, but if you have any other suggestions, just tag me on Twitter and saying, hey, watch this on Netflix. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFollows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, website, all of it. Uh, check it all out. Awesome. And you guys can find me on Twitter at CastroOz. Again, say that with a grain of salt because I'm barely on there. Um, <laughs> and then you guys can also email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. If you guys have any recommendations, email me the recommendations and I'll get. I'll try my best to, uh, to watch them. Guys, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out the YouTube channel. We are we do apologize for the instant for the inconsistency of Enrique. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, this is Three Buzz.